Here. This is Craig on KXFM 104.7 Rainbow Radio here in Laguna Beach, California. It's a beautiful day, uh, and it's a beautiful day for a Rainbow Radio program here. Uh, like I like to do first thing off is give the weather report, because after all, some days, that's all we want to know is what the weather is here in Laguna Beach. Uh, nothing else seems to matter sometimes. <laughs> So, what is it? 63, mostly cloudy skies. Low is uh, going to be 63 degrees below. How about the high? <laughs> Winds uh, light and variable. Humidity is 86%. So, you know, our complexion is going to be nice. <laughs> and let's <laughs> 10 day weather forecast. That's the next most important thing. Uh, throughout the week, uh, starting on Tuesday, it's sunny, 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 mostly sunny, 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 sunny. Wow. Boy, it's a it is a it is a week for the beach. So put your put your beach chair and your beach towels in your car and be prepared to have a spontaneous moment and head to the beach because it's Laguna Beach and it's it's June and it's 
Gay Pride Month, and it's a good time to be at the beach. So, uh, absolutely. Uh, I want to thank our sponsor, Mike Johnson and uh, Chris Tibbet, uh, for uh, Rainbow Radio here. And as I always do, appreciate their kind, generous support. And they've been they've been at it for what years here on Rainbow Radio. Um, and we have a lot to report this week. There's been a lot been going on with me and uh, uh, the station. I do have, um, first off, I want to um, uh, mention that we have uh, a fundraiser here for the station on KXFM. We do it every year, and it's a, a takeover the station. And I am blessed with a guest we're going to take over the station for me. I believe it's the 21st, and it's at 4 p.m. And my guest is... Um, he has a new uh, local publication that's digital, like uh, Stu News and like the Laguna Independent. He has some uh, another new publication, a third one, and he's giving a different voice and a different spin to the community. His name is Dave Henson, and he's been a reporter for many years for uh, Firebrand Media and for a couple other media outlets in the Laguna Beach area, uh, or I guess in Southern California, Orange County area. Uh, including the Orange County Register for a few years as a reporter. And he started his own publication. It's called Under Laguna. So he has a very different voice, a very, very different spin. Like everyone has entitled to free speech and an opinion. So he does have some very interesting opinions. Anyway, he's going to be my guest on here on the radio station with a different opinion. <laughs> so be prepared for that. And I, as we like to say here at the station, the opinions uh, voiced are not necessarily the opinions of the uh, board of directors or the other officers of the station. So but anyway, it, it should be provocative and interesting. And that is my guest. So that's going to come up uh, this next week uh, during Pride Month, which is Pride Month. And speaking of Pride Month, we have um, been working hard here at Laguna Beach Pride. Uh, as you know, I am the president of Laguna Beach Pride. I've been saddled with that awesome responsibility. And uh, we, I, I will tell you a little story here. We've been struggling for something to do during this month and we had a pride event scheduled. Um, and we decided that there was so many events going on because it is pride month uh, that we were getting lost in the mix. So we felt that it would behoove us to have our big event in August and have a, um, a social event in the month of June, which is Pride Month, not to forego it and make it anything less than than it should be. We, we felt we needed to participate. Well, lo and behold, um, we've come up with a partnership with a local uh, organization that everyone is familiar with, and that's the Laguna Art Museum. And they uh, actually approached us and said, what are you doing on the 18th? We, we'd like to do something. And uh, we, it, we said, fabulous, absolutely fabulous. And that will bring me to our guest today, which I am so pleased to have uh, today. Let me, get the, let me get to my paperwork here because I'm going to try and embarrass him just a little bit. Daniel, and I'm going to try not to butcher his last name. Stakowski, is that right? Perfect. Oh, and, right on and, the nose. and your microphone is working. I, boy, I'm batting a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> so Daniel is here uh, from the Laguna Art Museum, and I'm so pleased. I've been looking forward to this all week, um, and he is here in person, and you can actually uh, 
look, uh, check us out on um, Rainbow Radio on on uh, live on YouTube or not on YouTube, but on Facebook, if you'd like right now, or as I always do every week, I do have it streaming live on a zoom, which you can, uh, is in the email message like that everyone has, if you want to watch or, or chime in if you want. But anyway, enough said, uh, Daniel is here and, um, I'm going to read what, uh, this short bio, cause I think it, it can kind of wet the appetite a little bit. It says he's a, he is the public programs coordinator at the museum. And I believe it's fairly new to him, maybe within the last year, year and a half. Yeah, just a few months, actually. Oh, wow. And uh, so he's, I guess he's learning the ropes and he has been working in the art world, though, since 2012 from galleries uh, to museums. He has worn many hats within these institutions. Outside of work, Daniel enjoys traveling, kayaking and spending time with friends and family. Sounds fabulous. I do my best. <laughs> so um, how, how did you become aware of this opportunity at the museum? And, and you're, because, um, you know, these things don't just uh, come knocking at your door. They, you, there must've been something that brought it to your attention. Well, I've been working at the museum for about a year in the visitor services department. And as oh. we were expanding and got some new staff going, I was approached by the deputy director to maybe, uh, interview for the position and I did and here I am. Oh, so you paid your dues early I on did, with them. Yep. Put the time in. <laughs> they abused you for how long? <laughs> oh, I wouldn't say abused. <laughs> oh, yeah, you are on the air. You gotta be careful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you knew well on that this was something you were interested in. Yeah, I found out yeah. that I really enjoy working in museums. Um as I mentioned, I've been working in the art world and galleries and museums for quite some time and really decided that museum's the place for me. So um, with this responsibility, are they, um, and I, I, I guess I would assume since the, um, we've all experienced the, um, what's happened with the COVID that, uh, that they're like many of the businesses and what's going on in the community, are they kind of ramping up the, the art uh, museum, Lagoon Art Museum ramping up to their programs a bit? Yes, we're on the rebound from COVID as many people are. So we're really trying to get programs scheduled every weekend, some Thursdays, and all of it can be found on our website. So is that keeping you very busy? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what are some of the things you're excited about with the, with the programs coming up? I'm excited, of course, for the Pride event that we're having. Uh, we also have some great kids programs coming up this summer, some summer camps, kid nights out. And we have some great workshops coming up. So if you're interested in learning more about art and developing techniques. You, we have you, some great programs for you. You know, one, one thing I heard when I was there that the museum is uh, focused on is, uh, is, well, I don't, I guess I'll, I'll, it's, they're my words, my opinion, but to kind of cast off this um, perhaps maybe an image of kind of a conservative, not a stuffy image, but more, more of an embracing and interesting uh exciting image as part of the community. Is is that a bit of the focus? Yeah, we really want to reach out to the community, not only here in Laguna Beach, but the surrounding areas and just invite everyone to come and enjoy the space, the exhibitions, the programs. So we want to be really inclusive and thoughtful too. And so this, um, this event on the 18th, let's talk about that. That's with, uh, that's a panel and you're soliciting, which I think is really interesting. Um, about uh, what, which I think, of course, I'm a bit prejudiced here. <laughs> uh, 
uh, because it involves Laguna Beach Pride. Um, those who might be tuning in and maybe new to to the community or uh, whether they're LGBTQ influenced or not, uh, it's fair to say, I think, that uh, Laguna Beach has a huge uh, history uh, with regard to the LGBTQ community and what's the contributions that have been made. In fact, uh, I think historically it was um, had much to do with that culture. Uh, in the early 50s, uh, when, it, when uh, it was a thriving kind of a, I don't know, what, what would I, what would you characterize it? But it was kind of a, I don't want to say a cult, but it was a, it was not very accessible and it was kind of a hideaway and artists and, and kind of people on the fringe kind of migrated here and made it a very special, uh, interesting place. Yeah. Kind of put us on the map a little bit. Yeah. And so there's a big, there's a quite a history behind that. Yeah. A lot actually. And so that's one of the topics we'll be discussing at the panel during that pride celebration. And the panelists? Panelists haven't all been confirmed yet, so I don't want to drop any names that may or may not be there. Okay. But we do have some great people lined up. Um, as you mentioned, Mike Johnson, he will be there and Chris Tibbet will be there. Okay. Chris is actually going to be moderating the panel, so you know it's going to be a good one. Yeah. Yeah. He'll stir it up. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> and um, I know there was some firsts in Laguna Beach that uh, we had the first uh, openly gay uh, candidate for president of the United States. Yes. Uh, which is documented. And we had the first openly gay uh, mayor in the United States. Yeah. Uh, those are two well-documented well documented firsts. I, and not to say that there wasn't other even presidents or uh, mayors that were gay, but they were not acknowledged as openly and, and campaigned as such, you know, which is um, a big, a world of difference um, in my book anyway. <laughs> um, I also know that there's a, in, at UCI, there is um, in their library, there is um, quite a uh, archive there of what's gone on in Laguna Beach that's been uh, historically, um, there's information because there is such a rich history in Laguna Beach uh, in that in that vein. And so um, the panel is um, is from uh, well, it's like it's an hour panel that goes on at the at the museum, right? Correct. Yeah, and it's from uh, five to six, I believe, on the 18th. Yes, that's the panel part. Yeah, and Chris is going to moderate it. So I have been to one other panel that was there, and I loved it. It was about art and uh, the history of art, and um, and I believe Gene Felder was the moderator or the presenter. I don't think he moderated. It was it actually was a presentation. It was not a panel. I correct myself, and and he it was a nice presentation with everything. So this will be uh, a panel, and I and um, well, there'll be a, a chance to a question answer with the panel and all that kind of oh, stuff. Oh yeah, of and course. Then, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So we'll have a you know forty-five minute panel discussion, and then we'll have open it up to Q and A to the audience. Oh great, great! And this has not been done before. Not that I'm aware of. No. no. <laughs> so this is one of many programs that you're saddled with. <laughs> <laughs> I have the pleasure to be working. Ah, I like that. <laughs> um, the um, that that's not all that's going on on that day, right? 
No. So it's a full celebration at the museum. So starting at four, we're going to be offering free entry. So you can bring whoever you like to come to the museum, check out our exhibitions, the store, maybe grab a drink. And then after the panel, you can stay and have some more drinks and some oh, finger no. foods and oh, maybe no. some entertainment. Yeah, <laughs> come for the drinks. And, stay and, the for the social, panel. and socialization afterwards. So it's a party. It is a party, yeah. And really celebration. Have a good time during Pride. And it's... um. Pride Month, so it's time to be prideful, right? Exactly. Yeah. And it's on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's a good Saturday day. So it, and it, it wraps up, uh, what's about, what? That's four hours, right? Four to eight. Yeah. Yeah, so a good amount of time. Yeah, and then afterwards, you can go out to dinner in downtown Laguna. Mm-hmm. It's also, uh, I should, I, I, there's no harm in saying, but it's Fete de, de Musique Day. Yes, so that's At, going to be going on throughout Laguna. And that's from noon to four, so you can make a full day of it if you really wanted to. You could come in, have some music, go to uh, celebrate Pride at the museum, and then afterwards go out to dinner. And then you want to go home and get some rest. <laughs> <laughs> or stay up till two in the morning and start all over. I don't know. It depends on... Depends on uh, so, uh, you... Um, I want to know more about Daniel and 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 how he got involved in art and uh, uh, his um, you I you're like me you don't live in Laguna Beach unfortunately and I would love to live in Laguna I'm going to get here one day that's my goal good goal <laughs> but are are you um, I have a I have a gay brother and I have um, a straight brother which I, I, I like it because I get, I've got both. Mm-hmm. And I told the straight one, if he really wanted to change, he could. Yeah, there's always one in the family. Right? I know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but uh, I, I have a very supportive family. Uh, and I, I love to always touch on this with my guests. Is your family pretty supportive of, of you? Oh, yeah. 100%. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah. And, and they've always been pretty supportive? And Oh, yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, I'm really lucky to have a supportive family. There's so many that... Um, don't feel that way yeah. even even today and it's very disheartening to see that you know when i um was um well four years ago i was still running a, a the local club here the when it was main street bar and cabaret and occasionally i'd hire a new hire and they had never worked in a gay club before and and it would come out to their family or their uh, other people that they were in working at a gay bar and uh, in two instances, they got thrown out of the house, yeah, you know, awful. and I thought even today, I mean, really, you know, and um, fortunately there were people that um, helped them out and particularly people that were patrons of the bar that would help them out, you know, things like give them a, a mattress to mm-hmm. sleep on because they had nowhere to, nothing to sleep on. And they were, you know, kind of finding someone's vacant, uh, living room you know and they, and they needed something to sleep on and, and uh it was it was shocking and I, I i i felt we were way far beyond that but it still goes on so i'm very happy for you and, and <laughs> that 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 is part of it i know my family i felt uh, i felt that uh, my parents would never understand and um and i won't say it was easy for them uh, particularly my dad but um uh, my mom um uh, my mom was pretty, uh, pretty attuned to it. It's not. It was, it was an issue for a while, I think, but she came around pretty, pretty quickly. 
my dad took a while, but boy, when he came around, <laughs> it was he, my straight brother was not was never as admired as his two gay sons. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, to this day, I feel my older my straight brother is is, is feel feels a bit uh, uh, whatever. But my dad's been been gone now for many years, so. It's a little late in the game for that, I guess. Whatever. I go on. I'm di- I digress a little bit too much, but so um, so tell me with the, are you excited about the, what's going on in the museum, and what are your plans for new exciting programs? Let me ask you this: Do you have a hand in in developing some of the programs? I do a little bit, yeah. So I mm-hmm. work with the deputy director and kind of teamwork organize these programs and events at the museum. Um, some of the ones coming up that I'm real excited for is we have a workshop tomorrow actually with the artist Jean Lau. And if you haven't come to the museum to check out her exhibition, Your Place in the Multiverse, I highly suggest it. It's really fun. Your Place in the Multiverse? Mm-hmm. She makes these large scale installations out of paper mache and she deals with topics of environmentalism, um, women's rights, you know, these really hard, heavy things, but she presents it in a really fun, witty, satirical way. Okay. Was that the the display I saw there when I was there? It's the one downstairs with yeah. the piano. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's coming tomorrow and you can make her your own book based off the, some of the books that she's created. And you get a complimentary mimosa in the beginning to get those creative juices flowing. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> More with the drinks, right? Exactly. <laughs> I think that helps. I'm sorry. I have to say. Yeah. And if you don't drink, we can give you something else. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Some, something wet that was that uh, what doesn't have alcohol, I suppose. So, because um, it seems like with with art and uh, and the venue there, you could get really creative. Uh, I dare me to suggest something, but. Um, I have a dear friend, and actually she's visiting here with another friend of hers from New York, and they're both, um, well, they're both well-renowned, especially the one from New York, a therapist. Hmm. And therapy, uh, my friend, um, I guess I can mention her name, Andrea, her thesis in when she graduated with her degree was art as therapy. And uh, the thesis... Uh, focused on how important art was to help people that are so withdrawn and pulled away from the world in a way, uh, perhaps with depression or perhaps with their inability to uh, communicate well, just their people skills, that art was a uh, outlet that they could, that was non-threatening and facilitated their their communication and facilitated something that would allow them to some expression and allow them to open up. And that was her whole thesis in, in, uh, uh, and she believes it. And she's now she's doing a lot of her own art, but I just feel that, and I totally agree with that. I just think that uh, it's non-threatening. It's very expressive. And Without without any words or without any high level communication, I think often it's a window into that person, and it's an opportunity to understand that person, and it's an opportunity for that person to express themselves in a way that is really important. Yeah, know? I agree. It's not only a window, but it can also be a mirror. 
Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I had I had someone point that out to me too. It's the mirror. And and with that mirror, that person can better understand themselves. Yeah, yeah. that's really interesting. Yeah. Great to maybe see how we can develop a program around that. Yeah, that's why I, I was thinking. Yeah, art art is therapy is is a I mean you wouldn't want to maybe label it that, but <laughs> or maybe I need therapy. I need art, you know. But well, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> but I often think of that as uh was one of the reasons why art is so so important and it's a chance for uh, art as uh, a medium to, for us to kind of reflect on our own culture in so many ways you know uh, I think that's why it's relevant uh, that's what makes it relevant um, especially when it has a message and provokes a strong response you know mm-hmm. um, it's a conversation going on certain things and yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know with the programs uh, I uh, I think that would be fun. Uh, I think it would be fun to be do what you do and be part of the the process of developing those programs. Uh, you know, as far as another conversation I had with my therapist friends, which we had some wine the other night. We and you know, like you, like you were saying, that kind of helps the juices flow. Um, was uh, um solving the problems of the world with a little bit of wine, but uh, was, um, now I lost my train of thought there. <laughs> we, we had a brilliant stroke of genius, was um, with, uh, with art and therapy, and now I lost it, oh well. Um, was the, well, I guess it was the programs um, uh, bringing the, a variety of people together in a program so that everyone can, can um, one person doing a program is one thing, but two people together doing the program is, uh, is much more successful. I, how, how am I going to explain that? Is that uh, if two people that know each other are doing art together, Mm-hmm. and they know each other well, that the results are much better than one person doing it by themselves. Oh, I see. And so it's kind of like group therapy, or I don't want to say it's like couples therapy. There you go, yeah. Yeah, I want to say. And so there's much more, much better results to, as a result of that, is what I'm trying to say. Hmm. Maybe so, we could have couples therapy at the museum. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> with with art, though, yeah. we have to do, we have to have art in, in the mix there, yeah. We're going to take a short music break. This is Craig on KXFM 104.7 and Rainbow Radio with uh, Daniel here from the Laguna Art Museum and uh, discussing our big uh, with program, which is this a week from today. Correct. Yep. Oh, my. Coming right up. <laughs> we're, we're And um, we'll be right back.
Oh, that's a remake of the Culture Club hit. Uh, do you really want to hurt me? And I hope not. I hope no one really wants to hurt me. This is Craig on KXFM 104.7 here in Laguna Beach with Daniel from uh, the Laguna Art Museum as we're talking about his fantastic new position as a 
program coordinator at the museum and exciting programs that are coming up. And this is um, this new one that's coming up this on the 18th. Um, it will be such a raging success, I'm sure, that they're going to say, D Daniel, let's do, what, what, what's the next act? You're only as good as the last one. What's the next one that's coming up? So he'll have to, he'll have to, the bar will be set really high, I'm sure. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll have to come up with one that's better and then one that's better than that and then mm -hmm. one that's better than that. That's a tall order. And... <laughs> But you know you can write your ticket for anywhere. Next thing you'll you know you'll be at the Getty writing, writing you know programs and 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 then, I don't know the uh, the Louvre, the Louvre, and, <laughs> <laughs> and maybe at the Kennedy Center. I don't know uh, what. Who knows what where you might be. Um, so uh, this in this uh, in this new capacity that you've that you've been at and and this uh is this program that's coming up i i imagine you're it's um it's a big scheduling situation right now yes lots of scheduling <laughs> lots of emails lots of phone calls but it's going to be worth it it's going to be a good time <laughs> <laughs> and and are you are you uh are you getting acclimated to a whole new uh dimension of management than you've had than what you've had in the past yeah it's kind of second nature to me i've held other positions where kind of in a manager position so it's yeah. nothing really new but the scheduling is uh you know i'm a fairly organized person or at least i think i am yeah and so don't we all yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think you really know when people get in your car and they ask you if it's always this clean <laughs> and my, I say yes. Yeah, my car's not always that clean, nor is my desk. But there's a lot of controversy about a clean desk versus an unorganized desk, I suppose. Yeah, but uh, but on the creative side, I seem I think for me that's what would be the exciting part. And I assume that's for you as well to offer yeah. some creative creative component to some of it. Yeah, just just trying to get those juices flowing and thinking of fun activities that people would enjoy doing and yeah. getting to meet all sorts of people, you know, artists. And let the juices musicians. flow. Yeah, have some wine. <laughs> <laughs> that seems to be a common thread with me. Yeah. Huh? yeah, it's the weekend, right? Yeah, it's the weekend, so why not? <laughs> uh, why not? So um, what when you... Um, is there a small committee at the at the museum that puts these that sorts these um, programs out? You and it's, a few other people. Yeah, more or less myself yeah. and about two other people who really are organizing all the programs and events. So yeah. small team, but we work well together. Well, that's cool. I, I, I small and quick moving, and uh, no big organized um, large committee that drags it all down. I think. I would think <laughs> I've been, I participated in both. I worked for a hotel company up in LA and once, uh, was it once every two weeks, twice a month, we'd have a meeting and the meeting would take all day long. Oh man. And, um, by the end of the, then we'd all go to dinner. So it would take the whole day and include dinner. And I just found it so frustrating. Now, Elon Musk, if the meeting lasts more than half an hour, you should leave. Oh, that's his motto. <laughs> <laughs> you should just get up and leave. 
And I kind of subscribe to that. There's one other meeting I go to once a month that uh, is put on by a group and, and they say the maximum they'll do it is 45 minutes. And I love it. It's like, you, you got to hit the high points in 45 minutes yeah. and they keep it right on schedule. And I love it too. But there's also something that Elon Musk talks about is you got to stay focused on first principles and first principles is what the, what the objective is. And if you get too far away from it, then you're not on first principles and, and you're wasting your time. And there's a lot to be said for that in, in, in corporates, corporate meetings and stuff. But I digress. I'm getting too far away from what, what's going on. I have uh, been involved in a lot of hotel um, and hospitality. Uh, and and um, my formal education was uh, some college. And I, and I, I, didn't, um, I didn't even finish four years of college. Did you? Was your, did you go to college? I did. <laughs> I, yeah. I, did. <laughs> so I started out at a community college in Riverside and then I transferred to UCLA where I got my okay. degree. What was your degree in? Art history. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh my goodness. So did your parents say, Daniel, you'll never do a thing with art history. <laughs> uh, not in those words, but they did say, you know, it might be a challenge afterwards. And it was, um, yeah. trying to find a job, you know, to, highly competitive field and there's not a whole lot of positions available. Yeah. So it took me a while to get to where I am now, but I'm thankful for that journey. Um, I, being that's your background, it provokes in me a lot of questions that I'd like to ask you. Ask away. <laughs> because um, I do feel that what's happening in Laguna and w with regard to art is not uh, unique to what's happening in a lot of communities, uh, a lot of a lot of cities, of communities, whatever, with regard to art, because um, it's traveled a long journey, and uh, it's it's in a spot now that is profoundly changing. I feel that's my opinion, and what has provoked that change is 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 technology. Yes. Oh, see, I like your answer. <laughs> Go on. Yeah, uh, NFTs, those are the big thing people are talking about. And I think that's going to be shaking up the art world. Um, I'm not too sure where I stand on it, actually. You know, it's still fairly new to me, you know, as art history goes. And I didn't learn anything about NFTs. Um, but I also think that art is moving more towards the public realm. You know, you see a lot more murals and public installations and Laguna Beach is really known for their public art. We had a panel just last week or so talking about it. So, you know, there's over a hundred pieces here in the city. Yeah. So it's really a art lover's paradise. You can just come here and walk around for free and check out all sorts of beautiful pieces of art. I would love to see more of that. And I think so many people are afraid to, to have it. They're afraid they want to, there are way too many objectives objective or object to it too many too many people object to it and and want to have an opinion about it i don't know yeah people do have those darn opinions don't they <laughs> they do <laughs> but art is uh, i mean it, it's almost like it should be freedom of speech i you know i have this profound belief that um when it comes to ordinances and um what can and can't be done as far as the color of a building or, um, for instance, art, uh, the only 
the only uh, say as far as the city and the community should be with regard to safety. And beyond that, safety and, uh, and public use, beyond that, th there should be no authority. When it comes to aesthetics as color and stuff, that is a personal uh, and, and has nothing to do with what, what is appropriate. And that's pretty profound, you know, but. <laughs> well, yeah, I think when you're dealing with public spaces, there's lots to consider. Yeah. 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 You know, you just got to be careful. See what I, what I, <clears throat> what I see is, um, what I see the art world, I think art in the early art was a matter of there was no photography. So a lot of art was used to document uh, history and document uh, artists were used to, we didn't have, we didn't, couldn't take pictures of people or, or so artists were employed to document, you know, and it was more of a practical approach and a good artist would <laughs> paint a good picture. <laughs> of of whoever the 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 person was and 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 they would and they would document and then there then there became that's that's a, a big part of what art was about but then also it was became a lot of became a lot of other things in that i i was fortunate to go through uh art history display at la art museum a few years ago and i found it really and went all the way up to coons you know from mm -hmm from early and and it was a it was a nice snapshot i was i was fortunate enough to go to see the history of uh pageant of the masters you know uh one year they did the history of the whole pageant oh how cool and it was and i'm glad i went to it because i got to see it in a snapshot and understood it very well everyone should see that one but they don't you know it's gone it was here and gone but so it gives you, it's really good to have that perspective. And so the perspective of art was really good when I went to LA Art Museum years ago. And, but anyway, I digress. And I think it's interesting to, to hear your input on it. Cause I do think what's happening now with, with, um, which I think is the new, um, the latest thing is display art, which um, is where you blend uh, computers and dance and music and uh, movement and art together into a venue which uh, is um, is the new medium to me you're you're blending them all together color all, art all together into a new uh, medium which wasn't there you know 50 years 100 years ago mm -hmm. uh, and so there's a whole new dynamic when it comes to art and it's very temporary unfortunately but it is it is art and i i even thought for laguna beach and now this is really stepping out there daniel okay I'm but if ready. you took the theater downtown and you did this uh and you did art in the theater which is essentially display art which they did it um they did it uh seven degrees in the canyon at one point they did a in the main theater in the main space there they had it set up like you were on a rooftop in a downtown um, city, and it was like you could look over the edge, and it looked like you would fall down okay. 20 stories, you know. Mm -hmm. So they projected images on the wall, and it, they put gravel and pipes and plumbing like you're on the roof of a building. And it was that was their display art, 
you know. So oh. it was a, you walked into the art and you mm -hmm. felt you were on top of a building and the sounds and the lights and the smells and everything. The smell, which is a good thing too. You can you can put that in the in there too. But so you took the theater downtown and every three months or every it would change. The display art would change. But it would be, and what if Laguna Beach did a display art festival? There you go. Yes. And they did like they did the umbrellas on the beach, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, and you had, or you wrapped a building in something, but it became world famous. And, you know, the A&E channel came here, the History Channel came, uh, National Geographic Channel came, all the, or the PBS, they all came here and they talked about display art in Laguna Beach whether it was a mural or whether it was a temporary, but it was all the most current type of art mediums that were, that were touted about and became, it became a cultural experience. And Laguna Beach was on that cutting edge of it. But I mean, I just, I think it would be a, a home run. It would be, it would be phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, we're always thinking of new ways and trying to get people to come here and enjoy the spaces. Yeah. That's a great idea. You know, and technology has come so far from, you know, yeah, the last get, few years. Get Microsoft to sponsor something. <laughs> yeah. Get, uh, uh, um, what is the, who, do, who does the races, the, the boats, the, in San Francisco every year. Um, oh, I'm not sure. You know, the, when they have the America's cup and he wins, um, Oracle. The president of Oracle, you know, it's technology. They get mm -hmm. all the technology companies behind it. They got deep pockets. They'd love to sponsor uh, a uh, art, you know. Um, yeah. Matter of fact, a lot of them are mandated to donate so much money to art, to the That's arts. True, you know? yeah. It's a great so idea. You got the if you got the uh, the technical technology companies behind it. I, I think I think there would be a lot of financial support. Yeah, you know, and I think immersive environments are also very popular now. You know, you have those Van Gogh exhibits or Manet. Oh yeah, so you, where you walk in the yeah yeah, and your your immersed yeah immersive environments yeah. So you could even have um, do uh, uh, well the theater to me the theater downtown that's just wasted space. It's been sitting there now for how many years would be ideal. You know, in some regards, Disney does it already. Oh yeah, you know, I think parks in general. Are... Yeah, they're immersive environments, and they're and they're artistic, they're creative. They use technology, lighting, sound, smells. When you go through the um, the prehistoric thing, you smell the smoke burning. You know, right, and you feel the steam. So you have the they 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 go to your senses of sound and smell and light. They touch everything. You know, the floor moves. You know. So uh, there, there are, there's some really, uh, this was from Asian, I don't know what, I, an Asian country, I don't know what, there's some really beautiful ballet that looks like there's water involved and real people doing ballet and lighting and sound on stage and um, beautiful acoustic music. Mm -hmm. And it, I can't, it's, I can't describe it. I have it on a website, but I, I found it and put it on a website. And it's just, it's just beautiful and mesmerizing and it would be, and it's a fairly simple done, but it's, it's using classical music, classic dancing, and it's two females and, uh, with a back lot, it's backlit with computer images 
And it's just, I don't know how to describe it. It's mesmerizing. So it, it can be fairly simple and easy to reproduce, or it can be fairly complex, you know, yeah. but it would, uh, you could have uh, competition, you know, like uh, when they have, uh, when they have a uh, Sundance film festival, you know, they get mm -hmm. awards for it all. And so that's what you should do. Well, this past year, we had an art installation by Rebecca Mendez for our Art and Nature Gala. And what it was, it was a video installation with an accompanying sound. So you went to the gallery space and it was all dark. And on, on against the wall, we had a large scale video projection of strips of sky and that would slowly shift across. And you see all the different colors of the day sky and the sunset. And with that, we had um, water bowls that make that really beautiful sound like a singing bowl oh yeah so it's yeah. very meditative and very relaxing is one of my favorite exhibitions that we had so you know we have dipped our toes a little bit into that field and hope, hopefully that's, we're doing a little more in the future that's very that's very creative that's what and that's that's part of what it, it can be that's a beautiful of the of that immersive art or the um in, art installation or we want to call mm -hmm. it um it, that there's no boundaries it can be it can include just about anything yeah you know it, your your mind is your is your playground and you can just create just about anything and you could create something very provocative too and and um shocking you know yeah art is just kind of a really big umbrella term for anything you really want to present right <laughs> exactly. put something together and it's a it's an opportunity for anyone to have a voice and uh, and a voice on any topic, you know, which makes it great. Um, I should say this is again, and this is Craig on KXFM 104.7 with um, Daniel from the Laguna Art Museum as my guest this uh, early morning on. And we're talking about art and art in Laguna Beach, which is a topic. I'm, I did do an art walking program once a month here on uh the station during the art walk here mm -hmm. and we had some really good uh guests and covid came along and it got abandoned we haven't rekindled it but i am i've been uh vocal with the station about getting that restarted on some level because it seems like the station would it would behoove us to have a program a regular program of art uh, where we could interview artists and and talk about art in laguna beach because it's such a part of the fabric of laguna beach it, it is yeah and then you know maybe we should do <laughs> once uh, <clears throat> excuse me even once a week if an hour show uh at the museum would be great you know um but uh, a remote but we're not uh, quite hooked up for remote yet we're, we're working on that there's some technical issues that that are expensive to resolve, um, to really get remote, but I'll keep at that. How about yeah, that? Please do. We'll, we'll keep talking too. <laughs> we'll keep talk. We'll keep at it on both our ends, but yeah, that would be great. So if you have any crazy ideas for, um, for, uh, Daniel for events, he is the project. He's the coordinator Damn, program. The guy. Uh, he's the guy <laughs> and you can get a hold of him at uh, the art museum in here in Laguna Beach. Oh, I got to wrap it up. I'm I'm almost over my time. I got 2 minutes and I <laughs> and I'm supposed to be out of here 3 minutes ago. I want to thank Daniel for coming in and putting up with me all for this whole hour. We had way too much to talk about. We still could probably talk about a lot more. 
Uh, thank you, Daniel. And, and did you want to shout out to anyone in your family? Say hello. Oh, I just wanted to thank you. Say hi to my friends and family. You know who you are. And please join us on the 18th for our Pride celebration. It starts at 4 p.m. Absolutely. At the Art Museum here in Laguna Beach, California. Thanks again. And uh, we'll see you next Saturday. I'll be here. and But then later in the afternoon, I'll be at the Art Museum. How about that? <laughs> Thanks for tuning in and we'll catch you next week. Mm -hmm.